is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ill. If I got shortness of breath, it's because my daughter and I just walked 30 minutes with Leslie Sandstone. <laughs> and got my heart my heart rate up and all that good stuff. It's good for us. But I, next time I need to do the podcast before I walk. Punch the Bully. Dealing with Anxiety is the book by Evie Drost. Evie or Evie. E-V-I-E. Um... Anyway, it's not a very long book. I'm trying to see how many pages it is. It is 122, 122 pages, the whole book. And so I don't know how I'm going to break it down exactly. I'm trying to see if it's chapters. Seriously, I just got this book and, um, okay, it is by chapters, but I don't know that will do. Um, would probably be won't get through a whole chapter every day we'll see the bully chapter one mason's challenge now i did see in here that um the copyright i'm not supposed to um, reproduce this book in any form and so i'm not going to do word for word i'm not going to do word for word and i might change some names and situations and of course, you know me, I ad-lib some things. And I couldn't find where the, who the publisher were, was to get permission anyway. It says, which does have, um, what does it say? No part of this book may be reproduced or stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means electronic, mechanical, photocopy, recording, or otherwise without express written per- permission of the publisher. And then it doesn't say who the publisher is. But anyway. I think that's just something they put on books automatically. <clears throat> but we're not doing this for any any financial gain. And in fact, I encourage you, if you like this book, to purchase it. I purchased it from Amazon. And I think it was like $16.99. <clears throat> the Bully. I don't feel good lately, Dad's seven-year-old Mason grimaced as he choked out a cough. Again, his father Michael asked him with a doubtful tone. Yeah, Dad, really? Mason coughed even more. This is the fifth time in two weeks that you try to get out of going to school, son. What's up? Mason lifted his eyes sheepishly and looked at his dad. What is it, son? Michael insisted. I don't like school, Michael said. Miss Williamson is mean. Mason insisted, I guess. I don't like school, Mrs. Williamson is mean. Michael knew that Mrs. Williamson was not really the problem. Mason had loved her up until this moment. Well, how does she mean, Michael asked. Because she likes Logan way better than me, Mason said quietly. Logan, Michael repeated gently. Yes, Logan, Mason burst out loudly. He is so mean to me, he calls me Mr. Big Nose. And he says that if I play dodgeball, he will hit me extra hard with the ball. And he says that his dad can beat you up if I say anything about it. You know what he did yesterday? He walked right up to me during lunch and grabbed my chocolate chip cookie and took a big bite out of it and put it back on my plate. Then during Gold Star Hour... Mrs. Williamson gave him the gold star. With these revelations came a torrent of tears that made Michael's heart ache. Oh, son, I'm so sorry that you've been going through this. I'm so glad you told me you're dealing with a bully, and bullies are difficult, but they can be dealt with. Bullies carry secrets deep inside of them. They're terrified of being insignificant, feeling small, and experiencing vulnerability because something in their lives has already handed them the message that they are these things that could easily be them. It could come from an overly domineering parent, abusive sibling, or a physical deformity that has always drawn negative attention. Whatever the source of their deep-seated fears, 
Bullies learn to utilize bullying as a hedge against these agonizing concerns. A bully in action is an overdrive power mode intended to offset and compensate for his fears and unmet desires. Bullies seek dominance and control because this feels like a safety zone where their fears will not be realized and their desires for power can flourish. If a bully can secure a place of power over another, then he can protect himself from any demeaning behaviors from that person and assert his own public image of strength and authority. It is ironic that sometimes bullies will target those who they secretly fear on some level but perceive that the victim will not assert himself. A classic example of this is the jock who bullies the class nerd. It may appear that the jock has nothing to fear from the quiet intellect, but he knows the nerdy kid is smart and carries home good grades to applauding parents. And this contrasts greatly with the constant parental disapproval that the bully receives because of his poor grades. He resents the studious kid's scholarly, scholarly ability because this pokes at his haunting sense of potential insignificance in the world. If he can bring the nerd under his control, then he feels like that spider wrapping up his prey in the webbing for its personal consumption whenever desired. If he controls it, it will not hurt him. On the contrary, he will draw life from it at the victim's expense. Bullies operate with well-tuned vulnerability radars. They quickly detect fear, insecurity, and lack of assertiveness in others because this is the open door for them to start a successful bullying campaign. Remember, bullying is nothing more than an unhealthy power game designed to make the bully feel stronger, dominant, and superior to others. Bullies are constantly looking for the perfect prey to sacrifice for their extensive ego needs. This is the bully's ideal and usually only prey. They will never pick on someone they perceive to be stronger than they are because they are terrified of feeling vulnerable or being seen weaker than someone else. The favorite tools in a bully's toolkit are fear, intimidation, and manipulation because they allow the bully to establish and maintain control. Professional peace strategist Scilla, S-C-I-L-L-A, Elworthy states in her TDE talk, how do I deal with a bully without becoming a thug? That bullies utilize three forms of violence to manipulate others. Political power to intimidate, physical violence to instill fear, and mental emotional tactics to undermine. I'm going to stop right there for the fact I have some things to say. We're on page four at the top of the page, if you're following along. But, um, yes, have any of you dealt with bullies? When I was growing up, I had a couple. I had a couple that bullied me. I was the shy one, and I always was um, the sweet one. Seriously, I, I just had a sweet temperament and shy. And um, there was a couple people that didn't like that and picked on me. But I did find out something. I talked about it before. If you can pray about it, pray about it, and then um, catch them off guard. Catch the bullies off guard and be nice to them. Do something nice to them. If you do something nice when they're not expecting it, it catches them off guard and it they lose their power. They lose that grip. It happened to me twice, and I might share that with you another time. If, if I... Um, I don't want to just um, keep going long. I want to cut this short. I don't want these to be long podcasts. That's why I didn't go ahead and read the chapter. But anyway, I think you're going to enjoy this. Punch the bully. We all deal with something. There are people that we have to just remember, though, there's not one person that Christ did not die for. Every person is a soul, and we have to remember that. That kindness wins every time. 
love conquers all. Let Jesus' love cover a multitude of sins. His blood cover a multitude of sins. And forgiveness is a wonderful thing. So let's keep pointing others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon. And thank you for joining me today. And I'm going to try to slow down when I talk tomorrow and not be out of breath. Thank you. Have a great day. Love you. Bye-bye.